USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com 100. It's all about higher education for veterans, next on The Veterans Voice. And hot! Welcome to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originated from the Optum Podcast Studios, in partnership with podcast channel sponsors, Medicare Mentors, Technology Partner, Colorado Computer Support, and Supporting Partner, Wirenut Home Services. And now, here's your host, Mike Lewis. The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA, coming to you from the Optum Podcast Studio. I'm your host, Mike Lewis, and we are going to be talking about higher education, continuing education for our veteran community. That is the topic of today's show. And our first guest, it is a pleasure to introduce you to Laura Barella with Colorado State University Pueblo. Thank you for coming in. Thank you. Good morning, Mike. I want to thank you for letting me be here today. It's very exciting to have this opportunity with you. Well, continuing education for our veterans when they discharge from active duty, they have options and opportunities awaiting them. And sometimes just getting the right educational benefit can be the difference between a hugely successful career or a mediocre career. And we want all of our veterans to be successful. Yes. And that is our goal is to help our veterans choose the correct degree path that they want, whether it be a technical degree, a four-year bachelor's degree, an associate's degree. We are here to help them with that process and to help them succeed. Now, Colorado State University Pueblo is aligned with the Colorado State University in Fort Collins. went through a name change a few years ago. Tell us a little bit about the university itself before we dive into some specifics. So Colorado State University um, is a comprehensive state uh, university with an enrollment of nearly 4,000 students. Um, About 34% of our students are Hispanic, so it is designated as a Hispanic-serving institute and also a military-friendly institute. The university is dedicated to the disciplinary learning and entrepreneurship that helps elevate our people, our community, and creates educational opportunities that fosters collaboration and support. Um, and is an affordable institution to attend. And you are the Director of Military and Veterans Success Center. I love the, the title, and I love the word success that's in your title because you want veterans to be successful as they move into the next part of their life after they leave the military. Yes, that is correct. We want our veterans to have the opportunity to transition into college, Um, to help them with the next phase, whatever that phase is, and to provide those opportunities that they need. Um, Many of our students aren't sure what to do, so we have many resources in our office that can help them with um, deciding what uh, academic degree plan, um, deciding what education benefit is um, the better fit for them, um, also what other opportunities are out there as far as as employment and um, other resources in the community. Talk about the university just a little bit as far as you have so many different disciplines. Is that correct? Yes, we do. We have um, approximately 24 different degree programs. Um, We have uh, minors. We have some certificate programs. Um, Our programs are offered um, face-to-face in the classroom, online. Um, We have hybrid courses. Um, We have three different locations that we offer classes um, in Pueblo, as well as here in Colorado Springs. And we also have a a site in Castle Rock as well. And because we're talking with veterans, a lot of people enter the military when they're 18, 19, 20 years old. Then they serve a number of years, and that story is different for every single veteran. But a lot of times they may get out when they're 30, 30, 40. Perhaps they even may retire from the military. My point being that 
this is not a school that's just got a bunch of 18-year-olds, nothing wrong with 18-year-olds, but you have adult learners. Is that, is that the right way to say that? Yes. Um, adult learners, non-traditional learners. We have quite a few um, on campus and also at our satellite uh, campuses, and they bring in a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge that actually helps complement uh, or is complementary to our younger students as well. So um, it becomes a great fit in the classroom, and um, I think it's very collaborative when we're able to do that. And you have a lot of different programs. Not every person that goes to CSU Pueblo is going to do a four-year degree. It may be a certificate, something like that. It really depends on what the veteran has in their mind that they want to do as they move on to the next part of their career. Yes, that is correct. Many times our students don't necessarily know. uh, They may know what they want to do, but they don't know how to get there. Sometimes it does require a bachelor's degree. Sometimes it's just a certificate program. So we're here to help any and all veterans. Um, Sometimes the choice may not be, you know, um, CSU Pueblo, but through us, we can help them determine what is the best program and where those programs are provided and how to get there and what they need to do to get there. So, Laura, if I walk into your office and I'm, I'm, I'm confused, I'm lost, I, I want to help, I know I want to move on to higher education, walk me through the process. So when a student comes into our office, um, we start by kind of getting some background, um, what it is that they want to do, um, where, where they are headed with their degree program, their goals um, academically. And then we go through the process of um, determining what degree programs are available. And then we just start discussing the veteran education benefits um, and what they need to do to apply for them if they haven't already used them previously. We talk about some financial aid and scholarship opportunities um, if um, veteran education benefits aren't going to cover everything or if they have um, already used their benefits. And then we go through the different resources that are available on campus, whether it might be the Career Center. Um, we have um, internal academic advising that we do. Um, so there's all kinds of different steps that we do. We go through a checklist with our students to ensure that they're very knowledgeable in the process and the programs. We'll continue with Laura Barella in just a couple of moments. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice technology partner. They meet all of our, and they can meet your computing needs. Colorado Computer Support, veteran-owned. They are on your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions. They'll enhance and support your Colorado business. If you need IT services, get in touch with Colorado Computer Support. Keep your business going. Give them a call at 719 355 719-355-2440, Colorado Computer Support. Our guest is Laura Barella. She is with Colorado State University Pueblo, the Director of Military and Veteran Success Center. And we want veterans to be so successful. You know, Laura, when, when a person serves their country, they earn educational benefits as part of the, the package. It's part of the compensation. It's what our country tells people they're going to give them for service. They need to take advantage of those benefits when they get out, don't they? Yes, they do. Absolutely. Um, you know, there are several different benefits um, under the veteran education, and um, it just depends which one that they qualify, but um, it can be very critical in um you know, allowing veterans to get an education and have to um, either not pay anything out of pocket or have to pay minimally. So um, being able to provide that information um, is very important to the university and to our office. Well, as I mentioned before we started recording, I'm a huge proponent of educational benefits, and it's not about me, but I'm going to tell a quick story about my background, what happened, and how it changed my life. I was went to college early because I thought, well, my dad said you got to go to college, and then I decided to go into radio and, you know, go figure. And I enlisted in the Navy Reserve. I was a journalist. My commanding officer came and said, if you get your degree, we can get you commissioned. So guess what I did? I went back to school, got the degree, got a commission, and the rest is history. The point of saying that is, is getting the right training, getting the certificate, getting the degree, honestly, is life-changing. And you can look back on that 
I look back on that decision as thinking it was one of the smartest things I'd ever done. And, and I believe me, I made a lot of dumb decisions in my life. Yes, it is. Education is powerful for anybody. With our veterans um, who are transitioning out and are wanting to, you know, continue on with a career or, you know, even just take a couple classes, we are here to um, be able to provide that service. And um, we want to make sure that you know that there are many different types of opportunities. There's many different types of education. Um, Sometimes people think, oh, it's just a four-year, you know, degree. But Um, Even just a certificate can open doors for um, people and opportunities that without that otherwise may not be able to happen. We have so much more to cover, and we're going to do that in just a moment. When it's time to consider Medicare options, talk to Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors is powered by Spark, veteran-owned. Medicare Mentors has a longstanding partnership with Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, and they are the Veterans Voice podcast channel partner. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they're here lending you a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, always going above and beyond for you. Go to MedicareMentorsLLC.com or give them a call, 719-886-3377. That number again, 719-886-3377. Our guest is Laura Borella. We're going to continue, Laura, because we have a lot more to cover as we talk about higher education on The Veteran's Voice. We'll continue in just a moment. You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the Wirenet Home Services. The Veterans Voice, presented by USA, continuing from the Optum Podcast Studio. Laura Varela is our guest. She's with Colorado State University Pueblo, the director of Military and Veterans Success Center. Oh, we have so much more to talk about. Thank you for staying for another segment. We really appreciate it. Laura, I did want to ask you, my understanding is CSU Pueblo has been designated as the first Purple Heart University in Colorado. What does that mean for the university? So what that means for the university is that um, CSU Pueblo was recognized um, for its comprehensive outreach to veterans, um, spouses, active duty service members, um, dependents. Um, We boast a a very um, friendly student body, um, and it's very diverse. And this gives veterans an opportunity to be able to come in and feel very comfortable with the other um, fellow students to be able to fit into the classrooms. We provide many services on campus for our veterans as well as resources um, um, outside of the university. Um, We have partnered with different organizations, Mount Carmel being one of them, and that we help our um, students um, understand what those resources are in the community, how those, um, for example, Mount Carmel, if a student goes in there and wants to know um, or a um, you know veteran goes in there and wants to know what programs are out there for education, we can get connected with them and help them with those processes. We do visits weekly at Mount Carmel. Um, so it's building partnerships, relationships that help the student both in the classroom but also within the community. I wanted to ask you, if someone's listening to us right now and they've been thinking about, you know what, I want to, I would do want to go back to school. That's something that I've been thinking about, but they're, they're on the fence. What is your advice? My advice is give us a call, take a few minutes, come into our, one of our locations and let us talk to you about what programs we have, what we can do for you, what services we provide. Um, we have our career center, which can help if you're not quite sure what you know, um, careers are out there, um, you know, how you can market your degree, different resources. So just come in and see us and we'll get you going in whatever direction that you're looking for. When it comes to higher education, furthering education, there are many choices out there. What sets CSU Pueblo apart from other universities as far as the services they offer to veterans? I think what sets us apart is that we go beyond the um, the classroom. Um, we want to make sure that um, veterans are able to attend a college or university, but also have the resources, um, you know, within the community if they need them. You know, a lot of times there can be food struggling, um, financial, and we want them to be able to um, know what resources are there because if you're struggling with those resources, it's difficult to be successful in the classroom. 
So we want to be able to help the students as much as we can in whatever areas they're needing, not just the educational piece. And earlier, you did mention that there are different ways to learn at CSU Pueblo. There's the in-classroom, but there's also some virtual and hybrid options. So if you're not, let's say, close to the campus, you can still get that education that you're looking for. Yes, that's correct. We offer, through Extended Studies, degree programs that are completely um, either online, independent um, study. We have sites in Colorado Springs. We have a site in Castle Rock. We have the hybrid formats where you can attend in the classroom. So there are different modes of um, instruction, and um, students can have um, you know many options as far as trying to complete a degree. And it's also important to remember that you are accredited, so that degree means something. Exactly. It's really important to seek out um, accredited universities um, whenever possible because then those credits, number one, if you do decide that you want a further education, um, they will be um, you know, counted towards other um, degree programs. But as well, you want to make sure that that degree is valid. We'll continue with Laura in just a couple of moments. Veterans Voice sponsored in part by Optum and is produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum and Mountain View Medical Group, part of Optum. They have 20 clinics throughout the Pikes Peak region. Optum primary and specialty care doctors have quality patient-centered care. They're backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum is dedicated to helping our community live healthier, and they also are dedicated to keeping care affordable. Go to OptumCare.com slash Colorado. You can find out more and get your appointment scheduled today. Optum, we come to you again from the Optum Podcast Studio. All right, Laura, I've been waiting towards the end of our chat with you to ask this next question. What do you love about working at CSU Pueblo? What, what makes you get up with a smile on your face every day? First and foremost, it's the students. I love helping students. I love seeing students um, reach those academic goals. One of the most exciting days for me is graduation day because that is when the students have uh, worked hard and they're being recognized for their accomplishments. So for me, it's seeing that students succeed. Sometimes there are barriers that, um, you know, get... um, put on a student, but they have conquered those barriers, and now they're ready to move on to whatever the next phase of uh, their futures hold. But it's very exciting for me. I have a passion for helping veterans, and I think the university is great. We have great leadership. We have wonderful employees who want to help. Um, We have a great staff in our Military and Veterans Success Center that are there to help our students. And that's important because anyone who has served in the military knows that there's military speak, so to say, that you walk the same walk, you know how to talk to each other, you can relate. Yes, absolutely. We have um, three full-time staff. We have uh, student employees who are also veterans and who are very instrumental in um, our office in helping those students transition because they see a fellow veteran who also is um, going academically through their programs and they can, you know, mentor them and help them through the different struggles that they have already faced. And if someone wants to take the next step, so to speak, in their educational journey? What do they need to do? What would you encourage them to do? I would encourage them to give us a call or email us or go on our website and um, get a hold of us, contact us, set up a time that we could meet um, via, um, in you know, face-to-face format and uh, through a Zoom meeting, whatever works best for the student. Um, but reach out to us, find out what opportunities are there, and we'll be happy to walk you through that process. All right. We'll wrap up with you in just a couple of moments. Every season has a new strain on your home's systems. Just like to remind you about the Veterans Voice partner, the WireNut Home Services. You can count on the WireNut to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. Family-owned and proud to employ honest, hardworking Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, the WireNut does that. So if you wake up one morning and there's something wrong with the furnace on a cold Colorado day, you know to call the Wire Nut. Plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical. They're here for you. The Wire Nut, 719-399-5021. 719-399-5021. The Wire Nut Home Services. Well, Laura, it was a real pleasure having you on. Anything we can do to help our veterans, and again, that as I mentioned, my personal story 
that education can mean the difference between a very successful career or perhaps a mediocre career. Don't let it stand in your way. Take the step you need to do to get that education going. And your CSU Pueblo is there. Yes, we are here to help, and we are here to get you through um, the processes, and we are here to answer any questions that you need. All right. And again, go to Mount Carmel if you're not sure where to begin, if you're a veteran, and then they will walk you over and help you with getting introduced to you at CSU Pueblo. Yes, absolutely. All right. It was a pleasure. Thank you for making time. Thank you. Thank you for having me here today. Oh, we enjoyed having you here. Great information. Coming up in just a moment, Linda Sink is going to join us. There's some events on the calendar, and we're going to fill you in. That's next. You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. Veterans Voice, presented by USAA, coming to you from the Optum Podcast Studio. Linda Sink is our resource development and events manager at Mount Carmel, standing by. She's going to talk to us about some upcoming events here. But first, want to thank our partners who make this possible, USAA. Also, Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNut Home Services. Linda, it's good to see you. Happy New Year belated, and what's on the agenda? Happy New Year, Mike. Thank you for having me again. It's been a wonderful New Year, a wonderful holiday season. Um, There's a lot on our plate going into the New Year. So I wanted to introduce everyone to Justina Baker. She's our community ambassador. She's been joining us for a few episodes. So Justina, just real quick, tell our listeners. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for having me. Um, It's so important here to be able to be a part of this. I'm an Army brat. My dad was a combat medic, and, you know, I come from that world, and I really, really have a lot of respect for our veterans here. So thank you for all you guys do for the veterans, and I'm just happy to be here. Absolutely. We love having you. She's been helping us put a lot of our events together. A couple days ago, we had our food distribution. We typically do that once or twice a month. So uh, keep an eye on our social media for the next date. We can put that out there for you. We're always looking for volunteers, community partners to come out with those food distributions on behalf of Care and Share as well uh, to serve our community, to serve the families who need a hand up, not necessarily hand out. Our next event, which we're all excited about, is, is to support the expansion of Pueblo. We have a Pueblo reception at the Pueblo Community College on January 19th. This is free to attend by the way. It's almost like a grand opening. So we will have some dignitaries. We've got a Purple Heart recipient attending as well. Several of our sponsors will be out there. So if you want some more information, just give me a call. I'm at 719-772-7000. Or you can go to our website, veteranscenter.org, and check out all of the information there as well. So cool. A large veterans community in Pueblo. So that's great. Absolutely. Sal is spearheading that expansion down there. He's doing such a wonderful job. um, And he needs our support. So if you can go down, uh, attend the reception, support, maybe give us a silent auction item, be a sponsor, anything that you'd like to do to help with that expansion would be wonderful. I really love to see all the local businesses getting involved here with our veterans. That just means so much, you know? It does. It does. So our veteran community down in southern Colorado is growing, not just Pueblo, but Trinidad. So the expansion down there is very important to us, not only to support them, but to grow with Mount Carmel here in, the, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and nationwide as well. So we're always looking for help and support. Again, if you want to pay it forward, if you're a veteran or not a veteran, if you just want to be out there and support the community, give us a call. Again, we're at 719-772-7000. My name is Linda Sink. I'm always happy to have you, Justina. We love having you as an ambassador, supporting our events and everything that we do here. So um, just so you guys know, the money that we raised over the weekend was to support the Creative Arts Program. We put together some veteran scholarships, and that's where the money was going. So if you're interested in any more information about that as well, give us a holler. Myself, Colonel Bob, Justina, we can... can point you in the right direction. And I want to say that for anybody that wants to volunteer, honestly, it's not going to be something hard for you to do. I know if you're an introverted person, obviously I'm not, but if you're an (laughs) introverted person and you want to help, um, honestly, just show up. It really is that easy. And we are welcoming you with open arms because we need help here. 
And um, we're just really grateful for any help that we get, little or big, it all matters. Well said. Thank you, Justine. I thank you, Mike, for having us. It's our pleasure. Something about helping other people, doesn't it make a big difference? It really does. It actually just fills my heart. I, I can't tell you how much giving back actually gives to me. I say it's a selfish thing that I do when I do charity because you just can't buy that energy. You just can't. Ladies, thank you for joining us on the Veterans Voice. It was a pleasure. We'll have you both back very soon. If you're listening on KRDO News Radio, thank you. We want to let you know that we're going to continue our conversation about higher education for veterans. You can join us on our podcast by going to veteransvoice.us. That's veteransvoice.us to get the entire hour show. You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the Wirenut Home Services. Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA, and the Optum Podcast Studio continues, and this is our episode about higher education for veterans. Our next guest, Paul DeCecco with Pikes Peak State College. Paul, thank you for making time. Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. I love the story about your military service. Tell me a little bit about the highlights of your Army career. So I was uh, I started off as an officer, second lieutenant in the infantry. Uh, my first duty station was here in Colorado uh, with one of the infantry battalions. I spent about 10 years in the infantry. Uh, back then, though, the Army wanted us to do two things well. So I was an infantry officer. Then they sent me to school to become what's called a foreign area officer. So I spent the next 19 years after my 10 years in the infantry as a foreign area officer serving predominantly in the Western Hemisphere, stationed overseas, Guatemala, Ecuador, Venezuela. And then I was also deployed as part of the, the combat deployments going on over the last two decades. And you're now still serving our military community, but doing it in a different way at Pikes Peak State College. That's right. I very much enjoy working at Pikes Peak State and very much I'm happy that I'm able to serve the veteran military community here in the Pikes Peak region. Now, you are the director of military and veterans programs, Pikes Peak State College. I'd like you to kind of walk through what that organization is. It's changed. It used to be known as Pikes Peak Community College, and I believe years and years ago was actually El Paso County Community College. So it's gone through some changes over time. It has, and I, I think each change, each name change reflected an evolution of the college itself. El Paso County became Pikes Peak, kind of showing the greater support throughout the entire Pikes Peak region. The change to Pikes Peak State does not change the focus that we have on our local community. We still very much support the Pikes Peak region. But we're more. It, what it more reflects is where we're going, how we're growing, and the opportunities that we're offering students. We do now offer bachelor's degrees, but because we're state college, it does not mean that we're going to become a four-year institution. We still belong to the Colorado Community College System, which is 13 colleges around, community colleges around the state of Colorado, and we're still primarily a two-year college. But it does reflect the growth that we we see ourselves, a vision that we have for the college in providing even better and more opportunities for the local people of the Pikes Peak region. And when Pikes Peak Community College first stood up as Pikes Peak Community College, the office and the main campus was located by Fort Carson on the south side of Colorado Springs. You now have more than one campus. We do. Pikes Peak's main campus is the what we call the Centennial Campus. It is right outside Fort Carson. That land was donated while well, it was sold to Pikes Peak for $1, I believe. Um, So we definitely have a connection from the military from the very beginning of our days as a college here in the Pikes Peak region. But we now have four main campuses. We have a downtown campus. We have a campus at what we call the Rampart Campus, which is in the InterQuest area. And about a mile north of the Rampart Campus, we have our what we call our CHES Campus. It's a medically focused, medical program focused campus up in the northern part of Colorado Springs. We also have campus locations. You mentioned my office. I'm the director of the military and veterans programs. Um, We also have campus site locations on Peterson uh, Space Force Base and Fort Carson in their education centers. So my military and veterans programs, I have people on the military bases. That's two offices. The Centennial Campus, which is our main office. And then I have somebody two days a week up at our Rampart Campus in the north. This episode is focusing on veterans and higher education. Why is Pikes Peak State College, in your opinion, a great choice for veterans? That's, thanks, Mike. That's a great question. 
Um, obviously, as a community college, we're often a more economical option for students who don't necessarily know what they may want to do. Military and veterans going through transition are often in that state. Uh, so we offer them an ep- economical opportunity to be able to try out, shall we say, what they want to learn, what they're enjoying before they fully invest in a much more expensive college or university. We have over 200 programs um, that range from certificates all the way up through bachelor's degrees now. But more than that, we have a full department, my department, Military and Veterans Programs, which is dedicated to really facilitating that transition of the military and veteran-affiliated student. That includes family members so that they can succeed at Pikes Peak State College. Um, And then on top of that, we have a very large military and veteran-affiliated student population. Um, As of September of last year, we had 30% of our population was affiliated. That is active duty military, a family member, or a veteran. And we have the staff and faculty members as well. A large number of them are military and veteran-affiliated. So in a few words, I think we get it when it comes to military and veterans attending college. You know how to talk the talk and walk the walk, so to speak, that the veterans community goes through. I I believe we do. What are some of the challenges that you see that veterans are facing as they look at higher education, continuing education? Yep. So, you know, a lot of our folks, when when they're still in active duty or they're transitioning, have never been to college before. So they go into the military. So it's been a while since they've done any education, with their last experience being high school. So, you know, unfortunately, higher ed can be complex coming into it. Uh, We have a lot of requirements, you know, to try and figure out. Um, And those folks that are in as a military or veteran student coming out of the military are used to having that much more structured way of life that you get much more support at every level that you get when you're part of that military family. And then you leave, and now you're part of the civilian world, and uh, there's not as much structure there, and sometimes our veterans struggle with that. Our veteran students also are older, usually married, have families, are working. They're non-traditional and and very much in what we say in higher education. They're a non-traditional student So they're trying to do a lot of things while also trying to meet their academic goals. And sometimes that can be very challenging for those students. And then lastly, um, you know, the traditional student, the majority of the students, the kids just coming out of high school, often don't understand what it means to to serve, to be in the military. And our military veteran folks, even our uh, military veteran affiliated family members, recognize that. And sometimes they have difficulty connecting with those other students who haven't had similar experiences. So that's some of the challenge that they face. There's also the mental and physical challenges that they may come with of being a veteran after serving, um, whether that's physical wounds or mental wounds, of course, just add the challenges to them meeting their academic goals. Well, what recommendations do you have, Paul, for someone, maybe they just got off active duty, they really are thinking about continuing their education. Maybe they're not sure what career path they want to go into. What do you say? Yep. So fortunately within this region, we have some great military and veteran serving offices within the colleges, universities in Pikes Peak region. Of course, Pikes Peak State, I think we have a great one as well. Um, But so does UCCS and CSU Pueblo and other local colleges as well. My first recommendation is, is go and check out the different colleges and universities. Talk to those offices. See which has the best fit. You're about to invest a lot of time and potentially uh, a significant amount of resources into this next endeavor, this academic endeavor. Find one that fits. Um, Of course, uh, I will tell you, come to Pikes Peak State. Um, We will help you understand what it takes to become a student. Um, Again, I have folks at four of our campus locations um, to be able to help military and veteran students. But we'll also tell you, if we're not the right place for you, we'll let you know. And maybe it is better that you start somewhere else. Um, But start first with those military and veteran serving offices within our local colleges, universities. Um, to really figure out where the best fit is. The next thing is, don't be afraid to ask for help. One of the things that our military and veterans seem to feel is, it's just school. I just went through four, six, 10, 20 years in the military, I can do anything. This is an attitude that we build in ourselves as veterans. Um, 
And then they get to higher education and it's a little more complex than what they're admitting. Um, you need to be willing to talk to the professors. You need to know when to ask for help and you need to ask for help before it becomes urgent. Uh, ask for, you know, we have tutoring support, we have mentoring support, we have coaching support in our colleges. Uh, certainly at Pikes Peak State we do um, and ask for it before you need it. That, there's some of the keys to being successful once you start. And Paul, so many different disciplines are available at Pikes Peak State. Some folks may think, well, you know, college means I want to be a doctor, a lawyer. Well, yes, but it also could mean vocational training. And you've got that wide variety of disciplines that you offer to help people go through their next uh, career chapter. We do. We have something called career and technical education or CTE type classes. You know, I want to be a welder. Or I want to get into a robotics or machining, these things. We have degrees that um, they are called terminal degrees, associate degrees, where you can essentially go out and get a job with the skills and education that you're getting and just with a two-year degree. That kind of what you're talking about, that vocational type training. Uh, we have quite a few of those, construction, welding, plumbing, a whole host of them uh, if you don't want to go on to four or mm -hmm. eight more years of college. Paul, if someone wants to reach out to you or your office, what do they need to do? Uh, well, absolutely. We have an email, mvp at pikespeak.edu, or you can call our main office line at 719-502-4100. Uh, that will get you, we will be able to get you to whomever you need to speak with at Pikes Peak State, whether it's within the military and veterans or someone else within the college will help you get to where you need to go. Paul DeCecco, it was a pleasure. Thank you for making time. Thanks. I appreciate it. And coming up in just a moment, we're going to continue. We'll be talking to the director of Veterans Upward Bound next as the Veterans Voice continues. You're listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. Veterans Voice presented by USAA in the Optum Podcast Studio. And our next guest is Jacobo Varela. And we're going to continue talking about higher education for veterans. It's great to have you on the Veterans Voice. Thanks for having me, Mike. Well, a little bit of our background. Now, you are with Veterans Upward Bound, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. But I love your backstory. You were born in Guatemala, and then you went in the Army. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I was born in Guatemala. My dad was from the States. He was in the Peace Corps and met my mother down there. Um, we came up when I was six months old and then grew up in northern New Mexico. Uh, after high school, I didn't really know what to do. I was a little lost. I didn't do so well in high school. I was paying attention to everything else other than school. Uh, so I decided to join the Army. I joined up um, and did a five-year tour. Uh, allowed me to live overseas for a couple of years and uh, gain some new experiences. And then once I graduated or once I finished my tour, um, I went straight to college. And I went basically I out processed um, on a Monday, started classes on a Wednesday. And uh, it was pretty fast, which was good because I was already in a routine for the military and it allowed me to keep that routine um, going. Once I finished school. I uh, started working at the university that I was going to down at New Mexico State um, University and uh, finished up school there. I was able to use my GI Bill to pay for all of my school. I paid for all of my bachelor's degree, half of my master's degree. And then because I was working at the school, I was able to get my master's degree for free for the rest of it. Um, so that was pretty nice. Uh, Worked in the university for a few years and then was given the opportunity to take over the veterans office. And so I became the director of the military and veterans programs office down there. Uh, worked that for a few years and then I found an opportunity up here to allow me to really work directly with veterans and help veterans one-on-one -on -one, um, with this great program. And I decided to move up to Colorado. So, uh, so I ended up here about six years ago uh, to become the director of the uh, Veterans Upper Bound program. I love what you said before we hit the record button, but we're going to go back to that real quick. When folks think about higher education, it's not always just becoming a doctor or a nurse or a scientist. Education encompasses so many different things. You can take that career field from the military, wherever it was, and then add to it and then go to your next chapter in civilian life. Absolutely. No, it, it, 
a lot of times I think veterans put up this barrier and say, hey, education, it's a four-year degree. I don't want to go to college. College is not for me. I would like to pursue something else. Um, but they don't realize that education could be a certificate. It can be just merely a class to learn a little bit more, enhance your knowledge. It can just be for fun. But for most people, it's really to help elevate their lives, move themselves forward. And oftentimes getting that education can help them do that um, and put them at a different place when it comes to hiring, comes to, you know, pursuing a different career field. A lot of times people want to kind of align what they did in the military. And that's easy to do. You can find classes, find a field uh, and study that. Or you can redefine yourself entirely and go from, you know, hey, I'm combat. I'm a combat engineer. Now I'm going to go be a musician. I'm going to, you know, take composition classes and and become a musician. Or I'm going to be an artist. Or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be a true full engineer. I'm going to be a mechanical engineer. So there's a variety of things that they can do. And a lot of times people don't realize that, that, there's all these opportunities out there, and you don't have to just do a four-year degree. And our country provides the opportunity for veterans for the funding for the education that is not available to a lot of civilians. Oh, absolutely. It's a huge benefit. A lot of times people don't take advantage of it, and they don't realize how big this can be because there's so many students at the schools that I see that are constantly worrying about how am I going to pay for that next class? How am I going to pay for the next semester? They're taking student loans or trying to fight for scholarships. Whereas somebody with the full GI bill can walk in and basically take care of all of those, those costs right up front with the GI bill, which is fantastic. And I would say you're a success story on the GI bill. Look at where you're at now. And now you're helping other folks. Tell me a little bit about veterans upward bound. So Veterans Upward Bound is a federal grant program from the Department of Education. Um, it is, we are hosted at CSU Pueblo, but we have offices at Pikes Peak State College, at Pueblo Community College, and we will help a veteran basically get to any education that they want. If they're looking at an electrical apprenticeship, we'll help them get there. If they are looking to pursue school out of state, or at another school here, like at the School of Mines or up at CSU Fort Collins, we will help them get there. Because for us, it's not about any particular institution. It's about the veteran and what they need. We want to make sure that we're their advocate. We look up anything that they need. We will contact the schools for them. We'll help set appointments. And we'll take them to the school if needed. We've taken people out to CU Boulder to look at the schools up there. And um, it's... It's a really good program in order to, to really explore all the options because a lot of times people will sell one particular school or one institution because that's where they're at. And nothing, there's nothing wrong with any particular institution, but we're allowed to cover all of them. And we, you know, I will visit four or five schools with a veteran if we need to, to figure out exactly what's the best fit for them, because that's really important to make sure that it's a good fit for the veteran and that they're pursuing the education that they want and need, not just trying to fit things in. Because some places will just say, oh, well, we, you want to be a mechanical engineer? Well, we don't have mechanical engineering, but we have this, which is kind of similar. And it's like, well, if you really, truly want to pursue mechanical engineering, let's look at those schools, because that's what's important is finding what the veteran wants and needs. I love it. You're, you're helping the veteran, not the institution. Correct. Absolutely. Let's talk about Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center, because Mount Carmel works with you. A lot of times a veteran will come to Mount Carmel saying, I know I've got these benefits. How do I access them? And then they, they get you hooked up with the veteran through Mount Carmel. Absolutely. Yes. We're at Mount Carmel um, once a week. We actually have office hours both at the Pueblo office mm -hmm. and at the Colorado Springs office. We've been a partner for about five years now. And um, so whenever a veteran comes in, has general questions about the GI Bill, they just want to know more about education, they pass them off to my staff and I. And we are always willing to come up even on the days that we're not assigned here, we will come up and visit with the veterans. Um, again, we will meet them where they're at, especially during times like COVID. We met them everywhere. When the campuses were all closed, we were meeting in coffee shops. We were meeting just outside, you know, things like that. So we really are just trying to help the veteran pursue and navigate this whole process because it can be it can be uh, difficult and complicated. And not only that, there are some for-profit institutions and things like that that try to take advantage 
of that whole GI Bill and that veteran status that they really try to push it. And they're like, we'll make this easy. And what we really want to do is we want to help them look at all the options and pursue it in the best way that they can. We don't want them to lose their benefits or waste them on something that isn't going to benefit them. So if if I'm talking to a veteran that is saying, hey, I want to go to this particular for-profit, they told me that they're going to take my GI Bill and they'll, they'll handle everything and they're really selling this program hard. I'm like, okay, well, let's take a step back. Let's see where, what other options are and let's compare them because I want you, I, I can't make a decision for you, but I want you to compare and look at what they're selling you. And oftentimes I tell them, I'm like, if it's a hard sell, be cautious because they really want to take advantage of those benefits because they're great benefits. They're, there's something unique, something that no other students have. Um, so they want to take full advantage of that money. Um, so I, I always try to protect the veteran from, from that, from those kind of predatory type of institutions. You've got the veterans back. I love it. Absolutely. Yes. Also, there are some companies, some industries, let's say your GI Bill only pays a portion of what you need to get for an education. You can help steer folks into some field areas where the employer is actually helping pay for the education as well. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, And that's something that we're always looking for. We're always looking for options to pay for this. Uh, even if somebody has the GI Bill, I'm like, look for, look for employers that will do it. Look for scholarship money. Apply for grant money. Because you earned the GI Bill. The GI Bill is part of your benefits package by serving your country. So it's not a scholarship. It's not free money for school. You earned that. The time served earned that money. So you are just as eligible for scholarships, grants, help from employers, and things like that. So you should you should qualify for all those just as much as any other student and always pursue that because there's always those additional costs that you don't think of. You don't anticipate, Oh, I've got to pay for additional books or I've got to pay for, you know, uh, a lab um, set, or I need to pay for knife set because I'm a chef. I've got to pay for, you know, welding mask and gloves and all of the gear. And those, those kind of funds can really help you. Um, one of the other things that VUB does as well is we help veterans prepare for school. So one is mental preparation, making sure that they're where they need to be in their head to be successful in school. But then the other part is academic preparation. So we teach math. We teach English. We have Rosetta Stone licenses for all of our participants. Um, and we try to make sure that they get classes and workshops like note-taking, test-taking, time management. So we really want to provide them tools so they're successful when they go to college. Um, you know, we don't want to just push them in school and be like, hey, go to school, go to school. I want to make sure that, hey, let's go to school. Let's find what you want to do. We'll give them a career assessment, figure out what they really want if they don't know, and then help them navigate the process but pick up tools along the way. And so if they didn't do well in high school algebra, well, we teach them enough algebra and enough math in order for them to be successful when they step in the door that first day. I love the passion. I can feel it. Just <laughs> listening to you talk, you love what you do. And I bet you you've got some success stories you could share, too, of folks that you've helped. And you look back and people are taken off in their career. Oh, absolutely. No, we've got... Many folks, actually. One, one person in particular that uh, I'm working with right now, we've been working with, I actually met him through Veterans Treatment Court. This is a veteran that had some struggles after deployment. He had a couple of deployments in Iraq, and when he came back, uh, he started having issues. He picked up a little bit of a substance issue and went to jail and kind of fell into this cycle of going to jail, using uh, alcohol and drugs. And then uh, a couple of years ago, met him through Veterans Treatment Court, they got it, helped get him sober, one, but he made this choice to change his life and worked with him to take an acuplacer to get into school. And he was really excited. So started helping him with the whole process and he's taken off. He now has a full ride scholarship um, at Pueblo Community College, which is going to follow him to CSU Pueblo. Um, right now he's studying construction management, but he's looking at social work because he really wants to help veterans and help people that were kind of in his own same situation. But he's doing fantastic. I mean, he is, he is an ambassador for their, for their presidential leadership program. He is 
you know, won all of these scholarships. Fantastic guy. Um, so we've had several people that really can benefit from the program. A couple of weeks go on for a long time. I love it. If folks are listening right now, they want to reach out to you. They know that you can help them. What do they need to do? Well, one, uh, you can always contact Mount Carmel. They can always reach out to us. So if, you know, when in doubt, always reach out to Mount Carmel. They can get to us. But you can also go to our website, which is vubcolorado.org, or you can call us at 719-549-2824. Love it. Thank you for everything you're doing for our vets. It was a pleasure meeting you. You as well. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're very welcome. The Veterans Voice from Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. I'm Mike Lewis. You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio, located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by supporting partner, the Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDO News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with information on an important free resource for veterans, the VA Health and Benefits app. The tool is like a one-stop shop for veterans. It allows them to view or cancel VA medical appointments, send and receive messages from healthcare providers, and download VA benefit letters to provide veteran status or disability payments. Veterans can also manage existing VA claims, find the closest VA medical centers, and get quick access to the VA Crisis Line. You can download the Health and Benefits app on your iPhone or at the Google App Store, or wherever you normally get your mobile apps. If you already use this app, please share your feedback on your phone's App Store. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app. I'm Mike Richmond. Look, I want to talk to you about something serious. If you're a veteran and having thoughts of suicide, You are not alone. There are people out there that have your back, like Next Chapter, with free services like health and wellness counseling, transition and employment, and family services like housing, food aid, and financial assistance. To learn more, visit nextchapterco.org, because your next chapter is worth writing. If you or someone you know may be considering suicide, dial 988-PLUS-1.